The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Yes. Thank you, Ying. Thank you. Yeah, so now we'd like to take an opportunity for you all to discuss amongst yourselves some of um, what we've learned here. And Ying started by talking about the Buddha gave instructions about the four foundations of mindfulness, the four establishments of mindfulness, mindfulness of the body and emotions and mind. And I think uh, Walsh here translates mind objects, the, the last one. And we also uh, heard about the humanness of the Buddha and the humanness of Ananda. So here's a question. Of course, we can all relate to either ourselves being sick or someone that we love and care about being sick. But what are some ways that you have found that some mindfulness supports you in working with uh, some of these difficulties, either you are being sick or yourself being sick? So we'll um, be in groups of four, and we'll meet for um, about 12 minutes. And this is an opportunity not for you to say absolutely everything you know about this topic, but it really it's more an opportunity for you maybe to collect some thoughts and share one or two ideas, and then have it go to the next person. And maybe they share something, and then it goes to the third person, and they share something, and then it goes to the fourth person. And then it comes back around to the first person. So that there's plenty enough time for people to have uh, to be able to say a little bit and also to be influenced by others. When we hear others, we might like, oh, yeah, that's right. That might happen for me, too, or something like this. So that um, as a as a as a group, we can um, explore and um, um, maybe touch into this idea how has mindfulness supported you in working either with your own illness or somebody else's um, illness? And then to help it um, go smoother or faster or maybe just to help you. Uh, sometimes there's a lot of time in the, in the beginning, like, I don't want to go first. You go first. Or can I go last? And so we'll just uh, do this by birth month. Um, if you're born in January, you go first. If you're born in December, you go last. Well, I'm doing in that order. And of course, we're not giving advice to each other or correcting each other or anything like that. It's more an opportunity to explore and, um, and to maybe an opportunity for us to collect our thoughts about this. Okay, so if David wants to send us on our way, off we'll go. Okay, so welcome back. Welcome back, uh, everybody. So now we'd like to hear a little bit from you. How was that? Either A, what was it like to get into a small group and to do it in a way that's, you know, not our usual way of uh, talking, but kind of, you know, a, a structured way. And or what was it like the content of what you talked about, kind of the way that we use mindfulness to help us with some of these difficulties with illness or somebody else with illness. And um, for me, I'd like to encourage us to, um, David said, you can wave your hand, but now that we're on two screens, it's a little bit hard for me to see everybody. So I, um, if you can, if you can um, use the zoom hand 
That is, you can go down to the bottom of the screen, either uh, click on participants or on reactions. There's two different places. You can find raise hand. And if you don't have either of those, you can click on the three dots uh, if you're on a tablet or a, uh, a phone. And it seems to me that everything is under the three dots uh, sooner or later. If you don't know what to do, click under the three dots is kind of what I find myself doing. So, yeah, I think uh, I'll just unmute myself and talk. Uh, so I think it is good to small to break into small groups so that everybody has a chance to speak. Yes. Okay. Can you hear me, Helen? Yeah, yes, um, Nandita. And, uh, yeah, Nandita. So, uh, and uh, yeah, it was great to see that mindfulness is being practiced to focus on the illness, to ease the pain, the chronic pains and serious sicknesses. I always thought mindfulness is for, you know, stress busting, stress relief. But now I became aware that mindfulness can be practiced in case you have pain or some serious sickness. So that was a um, great experience to hear from other people. Mm, thank you, Nandita. Yeah, and in that passage that Ling sent, you know, the instructions are, um, we often put these together, this mindfulness and um, clear awareness when going forward or backwards or flexing or that one's arms or, you know, like all activities, eating, talking, all this. So, yeah, we can apply that in all areas of our life. Thank you. Thank you, Nandita. So, uh, Randy. I feel like to unmute yourself. Yeah. I just want to acknowledge um, the small groups that I find magical and miraculous and, uh, and so such synchronicity full of pearls of wisdom. So I don't have anything content wise to say just to, acknowledge that process that I find so amazing. Mm, thank you, Randy. Yeah, right. all of us have some wisdom. And there's something really great to be able to share and connect. And thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Randy. Uh, Sam. Yeah, I um, appreciate the uh, reminder and kind of closeness to hearing other people's relationship to sickness. Um, I haven't been, uh, I haven't had some kind of sickness in a while. And so it's like healthy to be aware and hear that and consider that. Um, yeah, it feels in a way like nourishing, similar to like doing hospice volunteering or something like that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, right. There's no escaping sickness. As long as you have this human body, it's going to happen sooner or later. And so we can, sometimes it's inspiring to hear or to be reminded about how people use mindfulness or other parts of practice to support them. Thank you. Are there any more questions? comments 
maybe do some, any of my co-teachers, do they, do they have something they'd like to add? Charles Lee. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Yeah, the small groups are so, um, so nourishing, very warm, warm feelings rippling through my body. I think also because I have a coat on and it's getting warmer and warmer <laughs> in my car. Um, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, just so, um, you know, what's coming up for me is, uh, is the, the, the prophylactic nature of mindfulness. This practice is, is, is I look at the practice as really a preparation for my death. Ultimately, um, and that's ultimately my my biggest fear, um, and just the idea that, um, that I can prepare for that. I can prepare for these with working with um, you know the small s sufferings. Um, I can prepare for you know the big sufferings when. You know, when I get that call about my parents or um, I get that call from my doctor about the biopsy results or that I can be be prepared. And, uh, and I've actually used that throughout this crazy year of COVID and racial injustice exposures. So thanks. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful, Charles nice. Lee. Very nice. Would, would any of my co-teachers like to say something? Or Kim, where are you? Oh, you're over here on this side of the page. <laughs> I'm always right here. <laughs> Kim is uh, uh, one of advanced practice. She's always... Right here, <laughs> I would I would add Diana, since you invite us to just a note that again here we're practicing sort of what what is what we're enjoined to practice in in this sutta and in others. That is, generally implicitly that this is a practice that we do together. We do this practice in community, and that's how it's shared, passed along. Um, that's how it's um, refreshed and reinvigorated. And the small, the breakout rooms really allow us to, to, to do this really profound way of bringing our practice into community, learning from one another, uh, sharing, um, you know, the intimate things that come up in practice in a safe space. So that's part of this study and practice mode is to, you know, practice in community. Thank you, David. And maybe I'll add to that, you know, part of this portion of the sutta that Ying just guided us through was Ananda and the Buddha, you know, uh, the way that they're interacting. And so it's not just a single person's experience, but it's through their uh, interaction and conversation that we learn a lot and that touches us, that touches us. So we're not just, it's not a single, you know, one individual. doing the practice so thank you thank you and now maybe i'll um move this on to david 
So we'd like to just do some meditation.